the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Social conservatives are applauding President Trump's order banning most transgender troops from serving in the U.S. Armed Forces. Among those supporting the president's action on transgenders is the head of the Family Research Council. Tony Perkins issued a statement saying President Trump is keeping his pledge to end the Obama era of social experimentation in our nation's military. Perkins, who is a Marine veteran, says the revised personnel policy moves the military away from political correctness and puts the focus on military preparedness. That's why I'd ask correspondent Greg Cluxton. With thousands of demonstrators gathering in Washington, organizers of the March for Our Lives rally say the country has reached an historic emotional tipping point on gun violence. They predict about half a million demonstrators will show up near the U.S. Capitol for a several hours long rally today. A rural school district in Pennsylvania is arming teachers and students with buckets of rocks in what the superintendent says could be a last resort should an armed intruder burst in. I just had the idea of Riverstone. They're the right size for hands. You can throw them very hard and they will uh, they will create or cause pain, which can distract. That's Dr. David Helsel, superintendent for Pennsylvania's Blue Mountain School District. He told at WNEP the rocks are just one small part of the district's overall security plans. Investigators working around the clock trying to determine exactly why a man with no apparent ties to terrorism drove a flaming minivan full of propane tanks and gasoline through the gates of an Air Force base in California. Five propane tanks. Uh, there was a gym bag with personal effects. Uh, three phones, and then uh, three plastic one-gallon gas cans, and then several lighters. FBI Special Agent in Charge Sean Reagan said the man had no known ties to terrorism. This is SRN News. AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals, and we would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132. Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Hoser. Hey, what is the best thing about winter in Minnesota? <laughs> I know, my Arctic spy. It's the best way to celebrate winter when it comes to the darn cold, eh? Yeah, and super energy efficient, too. Yeah, you can get yours at Premier Pool and Chanhassen today online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take the fun seriously, even here in the cold, frozen tundra of Minnesota. 
Premierpools.com, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? Take off, eh? Napa know-how. Napa Night Vision Premium Capsules are up to $10 off a pair. They provide some of the best nighttime illumination of any headlamp. And if you can't see how good of a deal that is, then it's time you did something to clear up that view. Like getting Napa Night Vision Premium Capsules for up to 10 bucks off. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 331.18. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning, everyone, and uh, thanks for uh, stopping by to uh, listen to me here, Gene Sullivan, with Where You Live. I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. Got to say hello to the man that makes it happen week after week after week, Trevor K. How are you this fine spring day? You know, I'm still itching for, uh, for real spring, man. For you real know, spring. <laughs> we're close. This is fake spring. This is pretend spring. Just kind of amping you up for the real deal, it, you know? Oh, it, yeah. We get we get a couple of days where you get to hope, and then all of a sudden right. you get dumb. Dress rehearsal. Um, well, we hope, uh, you know, I think the last couple of weeks have been spring break for people, and yeah. uh, the uh, Twin Cities has uh, had this uh, weather system. I don't know, because we're broadcasting this now on Friday, the day before. Uh, the Saturday show, and there's supposed to be 
A lot of snow dumping, but they said it may stop somewhere right before the Twin Cities. So hopefully, if you're planning spring break, you uh, are able to get out on that bird before uh, any snow prevents that. If you are still here, hopefully you can tune in to the show while you're waiting to be cleared from the airport. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, We've got a great guest. Uh, Part of what we're going to be doing uh, on the show, we've had a number of questions from listeners. We've been uh, promising to get to those, and we will. But first, let's begin with property management in the news. Property management in the news is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care, a proud sponsor of this show. You can contact Zero Res today to learn about association pricing for your HOA or condo, cleaning carpets, air ducts, dryer vents, and now even adding flooring installation to their list of quality services. The number to call when you're ready is 952-ZERO-RES. Spell it backward or forward, it spells the same, Zero Res. Well, what are the uh, important topics that are happening in the world of homeowner associations. We're going to take a look at uh, uh, one uh, item that's happening right now with uh, the state of Kansas and the Kansas State uh, Legislature. There is a homeowner there who is saying that uh, his HOA is refusing to open the association books for him to take a look at. A Kansas State uh, Legislator Uh, wants to fix that problem. Uh, Are they on the right track? This is a story from the Kansas City Star just about a week ago. And uh, here is uh, what's going on. Uh, The city is uh, Olathe, Kansas. That's in the, uh, I think, the northeastern section of the state. Uh, A man of Scott Wierke. He's a homeowner in the Park Hill Manor. Homeowners Association. So what's his story? He says that uh, the board has awarded a property management contract to one of its own. That's right, someone who's been on the board. This has gone on for uh, a number of years now. This goes back to 2008. A man was on the board, and this man who was on the board with the others, uh, finally said in 2009, hey, I'd like to be the property manager for the association. So the association awards the property management contract uh, to him. Now, Rosensky says, I don't like the looks of it. He says, I think there's a great potential for a conflict of interest. So Rosensky is stating that he's now asked repeatedly to review the HOA's board meeting minutes, monthly financials, But the HOA continues to turn him away. So let's fast forward now. Last year, 2017, Wersensky says, that's it. I'm going to sue the HOA for those documents. Apparently, the case was settled late last year in 2017. Uh, Records uh, that were turned over to him. But Wersensky says, now upon review of those documents... He's claiming mismanagement by the property manager. So what has happened? This issue 
was brought to the attention of Kansas House Speaker Scott Schwab. And uh, Wersinski is a constituent in his uh, district. Uh, Schwab has put together and proposed a bill that's going to be tweaking the current Kansas Consumer Protection Act. Schwab is, states uh, that this bill is the result of what he says are many mishaps and abuses by various homeowner associations across the state. What is the proposed legislation? Will it actually help prevent what it's intended to do? Well, here to help me figure that out is attorney Matt Greenstein with Bernick Lifson. Welcome back uh, to the show, Matt. Hi, Gene. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, uh, Matt, before we get into this proposed legislation, uh, let's talk about the specifics of what Mr. Wersinski has experienced. Okay? Uh, do you think that uh, this guy, uh, Wersinski, had a good reason to have some concern? Well, absolutely. Anytime the board is awarding any of the membership's money to somebody they know, whether it's one of the people also on the board or a friend or a family member, you're dealing with a conflict of interest. And so absolutely, you know, he was doing his due diligence and requesting these meeting minutes and financials and other records to make sure that the association had, you know, hopefully obtained other bids and, and made an informed decision um, in hiring this director as the property manager. And in and of itself, just because there is a conflict of interest does not mean that the association cannot hire a director as the property manager, but there's a lot more reasons why they shouldn't uh, than why they should. Okay, I, I, I appreciate uh, that sentiment. So uh, we're talking that uh, his uh, request, very reasonable, and, uh, but you're also stating, you know, it is possible for an HOA uh, to make a change in management. Here I think they were self-managed. And they want to change by giving it to a specific person. This is a person who is, uh, who's been on the board. And uh, you say it's not to be considered necessarily nefarious. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. What, what the important thing that happens is that there's transparency regarding that process. Um, the board should have considered other bids from outside parties. The board needs to make sure that by hiring this person, they're going to be obtaining the same types of services for the fair market value that they'd be able to get from hiring a professional management company. Now, in this case, I would never suggest having a board member, quote, act as the property management company, end quote, um, because there's so many reasons why it's a bad idea. There's insurance issues, there's liability issues, there's experience issues, and the board might think it's saving some money, but in the end, it's actually probably going to get into more problems by using just a person who doesn't have experience in that area as, as their property manager. But the key issue, again, is transparency, and that's why this owner did the right thing in making these records requests. Uh, he's entitled to receive these records under um, the Uniform Common Interest Ownership Act or most state statutes that would govern an association. And so if he's making these requests and the board is not – providing him with meeting minutes or financial statements, I think that's what really raises the red flags here. Yeah. Conflicts of interest take place all the time. You can't get around it. 
But what can an HOA do to legitimately deal with that when it arises? We're going to be talking about that and more with my guest today, attorney Matt Greenstein. But we're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. More after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., private.com slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net Mulch Madness at Lucky's. Four bags of mulch for ten. It's Lucky's Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. College kids aren't the only one throwing around threes. Come into Lucky Stations. We'll give you three bags of mulch for $10. Mention the Patriot, get the fourth bag free. Four bags of mulch for ten. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? Lucky Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have. Lucky Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. It's mulch madness at Lucky's. As you begin to build your basketball bracket, don't forget to build your landscape bed, too. What a deal. Four bags of mulch for $10. Only a Lucky Stations, your number one seat. You see, owner Scott Stevens and his family welcome the opportunity to earn your business. Fill up at Lucky Station today. Now there's a Lucky Station near you. Find them online at LuckyStations.com. Visit LuckyStations.com or your neighborhood store. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by... 
extreme exteriors. Before we get back to uh, our topic, uh, the first one, Olathe, Kansas. man there says his HOA has been self-managed. They uh, hired a few years ago someone who's on the board, who's now the property manager. He says he's been trying to get uh, association documents to take a look at meeting minutes and financials, said he wasn't receiving any. Uh, so now he's brought it to the attention of uh, the Kansas legislature. They've got a new bill. What is it going to do? We'll talk about that in a moment with my guest, Matt Greenstein. But I'd like to, uh, to talk a little bit about extreme exteriors. You know, you can count on them for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. We're going to take a brief moment here to hear from the Community Associations Institute, the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. That address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community association board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development networking opportunities, and a certification program that's established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit CAIMN.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at CAIMN.com and click on Membership. Hey, Matt, you know, with this story, now, we both have had a chance to read it. Uh, it was in the Kansas City Star uh, on March 16th. And I can kind of see the narrative of how this is written and kind of where the story is going. But let's face it, there's still a lot we really don't know about this whole story, isn't there? Yeah, you know, the biggest thing that caught my attention, you know, is... What was enough to where a Kansas uh, legislature wanted to adopt this new legislation, putting the attorney general involved in association matters, when from the story, it really only talked about mismanagement, um, which is a pretty broad, subjective statement. Uh, the mere fact that there was a, a director, it's a self-managed association, and, and they hired one of the directors to serve as the property manager is not on its face um, something that's wrong. So I feel like there's a lot more to this story than than what we're getting from the article. Yeah. I mean, let, let's face it, I, that uh, you're right. It doesn't sound that uncommon to me. Uh, I've seen uh, before a number of self-managed associations where uh, a number of people have been on the board. They've been on the board for years. Uh, one person... Uh, says, hey, you know what, uh, we can't uh, all uh, take the time like we wanted to to make all the decisions. But one person says, hey, hire me, and I think I can, uh, I can do that. I've seen that happen with uh, uh, self-managed HOAs. 
But uh, what is important to remember in handling a situation like this uh, to make it uh, transparent and clean? Right. Well, first, the board has to be cognizant that a conflict of interest does exist. And so anytime the board's going to be making any decision that has any benefit to one of the board members or board members, family members, or friends, they need to first identify that there is a conflict. Once that identification has been made, the director who has the conflict of interest should then step back and not participate in the discussion regarding that Good decision and, and should not vote on that decision either. Yeah, it, you're, once, you're right. If, if they, Go ahead. So if they do that step first and the director with the conflict then takes a, a back seat to that decision-making process, the other board members then just need to consider this like they would any other decision, make sure they're getting bids, make sure that whatever compensation is going to be paid is the fair market value and comparable to if they used uh, a different vendor, and make sure that the services they'll be uh, provided are also consistent with what they'd able to be what would they would able to get from a, another yeah. vendor on the open market? Yeah, you know, one of the things I was careful in the way I was reading the article, Matt, is, you know, the story, uh, the person writing it is careful. Um, we don't know that this person is still on the board. I think uh, we'd both agree if this person was still on the board and still a, a mem- uh, the property manager, there could be some more uh, inherent conflicts of interest that the the association would have to deal with, right? Well, right. Almost every decision, then, there would be a conflict of interest, um, especially with respect to uh, delegating decisions between the board and the management company, so to speak. Um, So I think the best approach would be for that director to resign from the board. Um, That also avoids any issues with board members receiving compensation. So. And and that very well could be the case because uh, it doesn't say that he stayed on the board. It just says that he was on the board. He was given uh, the uh, the nod to be the property manager, and it might have taken place as you mentioned, where he stepped aside, stepped aside and wasn't involved in the voting at all. And uh, what's interesting also is the uh, person writing the article isn't alleging that we're talking about an embezzlement of funds or even a misappropriation of funds. Uh, this Mr. Wersensky, who's the homeowner, is claiming that now that he's reviewed the HOA documents, he says he's using the word, quote, unquote, mismanagement. That's a pretty broad term, but really, what does that mean? Well, I think that's the biggest problem with this whole scenario, is that I don't know what mismanagement means, and it could mean something different to every person involved. And the proposal to now have the attorney general involved in investigating, quote, mismanagement uh, is extremely concerning from my perspective. I think there's a lot of things wrong with that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that came to my mind, uh, Matt, was, you know, uh, this uh, guy Wersinski says that mismanagement has taken place. What does he mean? Uh, Does he simply mean that the board made a decision and now he doesn't agree with uh, a decision that the board made on uh, what project should take precedent over something else. Um, but that's not mismanagement. That's just somewhere where he doesn't agree with uh, the decisions that uh, they were making. 
you know, uh, this, uh, this manager uh, may have not have been doing anything wrong at all. Well, that's right. It, it's purely subjective. And I, I think there's a huge variation there. I, I think you hit the nail right on the head that chances are this is just something that the owner disagrees with this board decision. But there also are a lot of board actions and nuanced requirements in many associations' yeah. bylaws and governing documents that a board might just innocently not be abiding by that really has no impact on the association or, or any financial issues. Yeah. And are we going to then call that mismanagement if, you know, mistakenly the notice came out eight days prior to a meeting and it was supposed right. to be out ten days prior to a meeting? Exactly. We could be talking about just real small nuances, like you said. I think later in this story, uh, did it not state that uh, Wersensky, uh did kind of t- say what one of the beefs was that he had with the whole situation? Apparently, the governing documents of the association, since it's, they, it sounds like they've always been self-managed, and it uh, talked about that uh, uh, the... Uh, checkbook had to and uh, the checks written had to be uh, done by uh, someone who is a member of the board and not to a property manager I had that happen Matt a number of years ago we took on uh, property in 2006 Uh, they've been around since the 70s and they'd always been self-managed till they uh, awarded the contract with us at New Concepts back then I remember very specifically, it said that only checks and deposits for the association could be done by the treasurer themselves. And so there were people who were upset that uh, here uh, the management company uh, might be involved with that aspect. And I remember for the first year, we didn't even handle writing checks or making deposits. We had to do that, allow the treasurer to do that until we first worked with the association to get the governing documents changed to allow us as the management company to handle it, and then we, we move forward. So what we're t- talking about here uh, may, again, be just a, a, a nuance, correct? Yeah, that's right. And I think the, the first question I would ask is if the manager was writing checks, but the bylaws stated you know, only a specific member of the board is supposed to be writing checks, did the board vote on and make a decision to to have the manager take over this responsibility? Now, depending on what the laws are in Kansas, that may be something that was within the board's authority to do, or it could be something like what you did uh, in Minnesota where you had to amend the documents just to make them uh, more updated to allow a management company to deal with some of the finances. But I'd like to know whether or not these were things that the board was aware of and actively made a decision to allow or whether this was something just inadvertent that nobody realized was an issue. Yeah. So, uh, folks, was there something really nefarious going on, or is there another side of the story? You know, there always is, and we're going to cover that, but we're going to take another break right now. So don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live, and we'll be back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com slash disclosures. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life Across America.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. A friend who taught me right from wrong and weak from strong. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Uh, we're brought to you by the Mutual of Omaha Bank uh, Studios. That's where we're broadcasting from. And also uh, brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. Um, my guest today is attorney Matt Greenstein with Bernick Lifson. We're talking about this story that uh, broke about a week ago in Kansas where a man doesn't like uh, decisions that the board has been making, but has there been something nefarious going on? Is it really requiring the Kansas uh, State Legislature to review uh, how things uh, can be done uh, with business with each way? 
that's the topic we're talking about. Uh, Matt, we said before we broke uh, last uh, segment, there's always another side uh, to the story. And uh, I think uh, we should, uh, in all fairness, uh, mention that too. Now, the HOA uh, is claiming that uh, it's never been the case that they never gave Wersensky no information whatsoever. That's what Wersensky said. Uh, the HOA said that they have given him information, um, but they uh, never gave him necessarily all the documents that he was requiring. I mean, if an HOA uh, uh, is going to be giving documents to, uh, an, asso to an association member, uh, they need to do that by uh, state statute, but they don't have to give everything that a person requests. Well, they don't have to give everything. There are certain things that the association should keep confidential, such as uh, communications with the association's attorney, personal information about the members, um, delinquent accounts, details if there's any litigation involving the association. Yep. Um, but, you know, from what I gathered from this story, if all this owner was requesting was meeting minutes and financial information, uh, that is stuff that they should have turned over. So, again, it seems like maybe we don't have all the information to this story. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we just don't know. Well, let's turn uh, our attention now, uh, Matt, to uh, the state legislator who said, uh, we've got a fix for it, House Bill 2629. Uh, let's uh, tell our listeners a little bit, what is it intended to do? Well, they, they say the goal is to prevent mismanagement in homeowner associations. Um, you know, what, what they mean by that, you know, it's anybody's guess. And, and I don't know where you want to start on this one, Gene, but i got a lot to say about this proposed legislation. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, first of all, um, you know, uh, they said uh, that this House Bill 2629, they wanted uh, to direct the Attorney General to be able to look into and investigate um, member complaints about their HOA. And uh, secondly, they think the way to do that um, the Attorney General thinks they need to beef up uh, uh, their office, and so it'll require more money. So uh, first of all, let's go ahead and have an annual registration of all HOAs in the state and require a $500 a year fee uh, so that we can do that. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, it, number one, if the Attorney General thinks they're going to actually investigate every member complaint of every owner in an association, <laughs> they're going to need to make some new hires. And I don't know if $500 a year from each association is going to cover all that additional expense for them. Oh, because and you can just imagine, this is, this is going to open the floodgates for any type of little complaint to open an investigation at the Attorney General's office. Exactly. You use the right word, floodgates. I mean, we're talking about anytime anybody doesn't like something that's taking place in their HOA, now all of a sudden it becomes a burden that uh, the attorney general in his office needs to take a look at. That, to me, just uh, seems uh, to be a task uh, that uh, they really don't want to take on, or should they? Right. And when you look at general purpose of the attorney general's office, you know, in most states, it's to protect consumers from, you know, 
fraudulent things that are, are disseminated to the public, you know, it, to protect against scams, so to speak. And mm-hmm. adding something like homeowner associations to be governed under a Consumer Protection Act, I think is really expanding the scope of the Attorney General's office to something it was never intended to do. Yeah. Associations are these self-governed entities and if members have concerns about actions the board of directors are taking, they have the right as members to do something about it. They can attend the meetings. They can see what's going on. They can vote off those directors and elect new directors. It's not as if the association is a big, bad company that is swindling and defrauding consumers of the general public. That's a great point. Yeah. I, the other thing, too, I wanted to bring up here is that um, – and even if, after all of that, let's say they go to their HOA first to try and get this worked out, if it hasn't, you have lower courts. That's what you have, uh, you know, um, small claims court for, right? It's a, it's a civil court uh, where if there's a disagreement, someone else can uh, take a look and see uh, and kind of uh, step in uh, to uh, take care of uh, matters, and it doesn't have to go to the attorney general. Let me ask you this. Well, right. Uh, let me ask you one other thing I thought was important. They were giving the idea that the attorney general didn't have the authority to look into uh, nefarious matters with an HOA. I don't think that another bill was needed. The attorney general already has that authority, don't you think? Well, the attorney general already can investigate crime. You know, the story that prompted this, you know, we keep going back to that word mismanagement, which really nobody knows what what that means. Let's say there was embezzlement. Let's say there was misappropriation of funds. Those are already criminal acts that can be reported to the police or or to the Attorney General's office for investigation and potentially criminal charges. Um, But what this legislation does is on the civil side, and the remedy that would be available to the attorney general's office to force compliance, so to speak, would be to sanction and fine the board members or the association. And now, we know most association insurance policies are going to have a DNO policy that covers the board. So the attorney general's office will investigate these associations, fine them probably all their costs of investigation and punitive fines if they find wrongdoing, and who is punished by that? It's just the members of the association. Right. So okay. really, I, I don't think it makes much sense. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about that, because there are opponents of this bill, and let's talk about some of the things that they were saying. Uh, number one, they were saying it's unneeded and uh, burdensome, and it's going to add an extra cost, which I think was your last point, uh, especially if uh, there's a lot of cases and you have to turn to the uh, DNO insurance with uh, an HOA, and more and more uh, cases are found to be someone who's just complaining, and uh, and then there's nothing there, and they're defended. We're talking about insurance costs that could go up for an HOA, right? Yeah, that's correct. I and, and in case I wasn't clear, most of these government agencies that are have authority to investigate and, and make findings regarding. Um, violations of state statute, one of the things they'll do as a settlement of those claims is require the party to pay for all their costs of investigation. So you might have some nominal wrongdoing on the part of the board, 
but the attorney general's office might require the association pay its cost of investigation, which could be thousands and thousands of dollars as a settlement of that dispute. So really, the impact is the association is going to lose more money, have to make claims against its insurance company. And again, the members making these complaints are the ones who will be punished by the increased costs in assessments they'll wind up having to pay to their associates. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about two other points that were being uh, made by opponents for this bill. No, no, one, uh, another uh, point here was they said they thought it was going to cause uh, folks to think twice before volunteering to serve on their board. Do you think uh, that uh, is holds any water? I, yeah, I would agree with that. As as you know, it's hard enough already to find people to volunteer to serve on boards. And add to that then the possibility that they will be the subject of an attorney general's office investigation. I don't think anybody would ever want to serve on a board. It's, yeah. it's a thankless job as is, but this just adds one more reason why uh, a sane person would not want to be on the board. And here's the other thing, and to me this is one of the biggest ones I thought of all why people said the, the bill really isn't going to go anywhere. They say there's no teeth to it. When you don't have consequences for an action, they're just going to say, no, uh, an association can't do thus and such. But there were no consequences. When you don't have consequences, you really don't have a law. All you have is a suggestion, don't you think? Well, I think there's a good point to that. And, you know, the only consequence they have, again, is, is these monetary fines and, and penalties that, you know, in, in essence are going to be absorbed by the members in the first place. Whereas going back to the point you made earlier about the, already the ability of members to bring court actions in small claims court, often those members will be able to sue under a provision in a state statute that allows them to recover their attorney's fees uh, that they've incurred if they're the prevailing party. And so there's already other remedies and ways a member could get court orders requiring the association to do things differently or to recover damages if they've been damaged by the association that I think to your point are a little more uh, have a little more teeth to them than what the attorney general would do, which, you know, likely is going to be just a huge bureaucratic process that costs everybody a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, uh, folks, uh, another concern here is we're talking about a whole new level of bureaucracy and an addition of regulation uh, by state government to homeowners associations. Is that really necessary? We're going to uh, cover that in our uh, next and last segment with uh, our guest, uh, Matt Greenstein. But we're going to take another break right now. So don't go away. We're going to talk about that. And then after that, listener questions. We've got a few that uh, we want Matt to address for us today. But don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. There is only one skin rejuvenation clinic in Minnesota. Only physicians provide the advanced laser and injectable treatments. Established in 2004, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic of Edina has been nationally recognized for their outstanding results. This clinic has the most body contouring and fat reduction options in the state. You can also choose treatments that erase or improve the signs of aging. Set up your free consultation with a physician. There is only one Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. SkinRejuvenationClinic.net. 
Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. And we have overtime. The count is 51 seats for the Republicans, 47 for the Dems. When the game is on the line, you need a solid strategy on the court. The same goes for the midterm elections. When just two seats could break majority, every seat counts. Join us for overtime with Mike Gallagher and Hugh Hewitt, April 29th at the Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka, as they provide strategy for the midterm elections. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Vacation with a Patriot. Hi, I'm Bill Budd with AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee. My goal is to provide you with options to create lifetime memories with your family. We are proud to sell the Patriot line of RVs, American-made and customized for your recreational needs. AC Nelson RV World has new and used RVs from Patriot and other top manufacturers, including travel trailers, fifth wheels, fold-down campers, toy haulers, and motorhomes. AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee. Visit us online at acnelsonrv.com. Setting the standard in association management. That's New Concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to uh, Where You Live. My guest today is Attorney Matt Greenstein with Bernick Lifson. We're talking about this uh, proposed legislation in Kansas uh, that is going to uh, put, put a whole new level of bureaucracy by requiring the Attorney General's office to take a look at any time a member in an HOA is saying, I don't like what's going on with my HOA. Uh, Matt, we were talking about this uh, last segment about uh, the additional uh, burden that this uh, places uh, on uh, the Attorney General's office and something that they really shouldn't have to be in, involved with because HOAs really should, uh, they're a corporation like so many other organizations, they should be able to have some self-policing going on and that should be the first place people turn to don't you th- don't you agree well yeah that's exactly right and you know in the case that prompted this legislation where the owner complained that the board was withholding meeting minutes and monthly financials 
almost every state statute gives owners the right to have those documents. If those documents aren't provided, they have a cause of action uh, in the court system, and they have a right to you know, force the association to comply with its governing documents in the state statute. So here what we have is the addition of now a governmental agency into the mix that's going to you know, create just a more cumbersome process, and really it's not going to provide any additional remedy to the members. Rather, it's going to just create, I think as you said earlier, more levels of bureaucracy that's going to you know, really make it hard for these associations to function. And that's and that's my point exactly. Well said. You know, here if it is already stated in uh, the uh, state statutes that uh, these types of uh, information, financials, minute meet, meeting minutes are, are to be provided, and if they aren't, you don't need to tie the attorney general's office. This is something that could go to um, a small claims court where a homeowner. Uh, for just a small fee, uh, uh, brings the association into small claims court and says, hey, I have the right to see this. They haven't been giving it to me, and now you just get a court order from uh, a lower court to say, uh, hey, hand it over. You don't need the attorney general and a special uh, regulatory agency to take care of this, right? Yeah, that's exactly correct, and Looking at the legislation, it doesn't seem as if the attorney general is going to be granted any kind of injunctive power or or, or power to kind of compel the association to take any actions. Uh, what, what I reviewed essentially limited the authority of the attorney general's office to monetary fines and penalties. So yeah. in, in that case, even if the owner who's complaining has a valid complaint, let's say they were supposed to get monthly financials and they weren't provided, well, the remedy the AG is going to instill is finding the association, not actually helping that owner with whatever the issue was that prompted the complaint in the first place. Exactly. So uh, ultimately, uh, what, what do you say? Uh, good legislation, unnecessary legislation, or uh, needed legislation, but it could be better if it were tweaked? What, what do you think? I'm going to go fully on the side of unnecessary, and I think it's a slippery slope. You you let the attorney general have investigatory powers over a self-governed nonprofit corporation, such as a homeowners association, and what is next? Are they going to be addressing every complaint from every member in in a in a regular corporation because they don't like board decisions? It's a slippery slope, and I think this is going too far. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Uh, thanks. Uh, in the last few minutes that we have in the show here, let's get to some uh, listener questions. Okay, uh, first one, Matt, uh, get your take on this. Uh, someone wrote to me and said, Gene, I uh, live just part-time outside of Minnesota. Recently, I asked uh, my association, he said it's self-managed, to send all available notices and uh, notifications to my secondary address, he said, which I designated as my email address. The association's claiming they will not accept an email as a secondary address, insist on a post office box or a physical location. I've refused to give that to them since I have suffered identity theft in the past. And also, he said, I travel. So email really is best for me to receive this information. He said, can an email address really serve as a secondary address 
or must I always be receiving everything by snail mail? Well, I think there's a couple of things here that I want to distinguish. And I want to distinguish between the ability to get notices by email and the authority of the association to have correct contact information of an owner to, to know where that owner resides, such as a secondary address. And for, for both questions, you first want to check the bylaws. And in a lot of old antiquated bylaws, the association will be required to send all notices and any kind of uh, information to owners by U.S. mail. It will specifically state U.S. mail. And if that's the case, then email is not appropriate without amending the documents. Under the Minnesota Nonprofit Corporations Act 317A, if the bylaws don't specifically require notices to be sent by U.S. mail, then an owner uh, can approve the association to send notices by email, but the association would have to have the capability of doing that. And in a self-managed association, there could be some administrative issues with providing some owner's notice by mail and some owner's notice by email. Yeah, that, that's a respect, good point. Yeah, I, with people to the are... Address, yeah. Sorry, just real quick, with respect to the address, the association needs to know where this owner lives in the event that there needs to be some kind of other formal action taken against this owner. Let's say they don't pay their assessments, mm -hmm. and the association has no idea where the owner lives. All they have is an email address that could make collection cumbersome. So the association should also have an actual physical address on file, too, whether or not notices are going by email or U.S. mail. So really, uh, for here in Minnesota, as you stated, uh, uh, unless the governing documents specifically state, and if they do, then this guy is out of order. I guess he, you're saying he should first check the governing documents to see what it says. In Minnesota now, uh, I think the only requirement uh, where things have to be sent by U.S. mail still is the, the notice for the annual meeting. Otherwise, I think... Uh, it gives uh, the opportunity for an HOA to uh, share information or disseminate it in uh, different ways like uh, an email, correct? Yep, that's correct. All right. And so uh, the other thing, though, I, I just think of is I wonder if this person's actually really even, like you said, just stop to talk to the board. Perhaps we're talking to some people who are uh, just not real comfortable with uh, – technology i know this is not cutting edge edge technology but for some an email is still something that some people feel unfamiliar with right and it's just that extra step if he's the only one in the association who wants things sent by email uh, it just could be a little cumbersome to to remember to do that just for this one owner uh, you know yeah. self-managed associations doing the best they can usually so yeah well, hey, I wish we had more time for other questions we have. But, uh, Matt, as always, thanks uh, for your input and uh, joining us uh, today on the show. Not a problem, Gene. Thanks for having me. Folks, that's uh, Attorney Matt Greenstein with Bernick Lifson. That's all the time we have. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you next week. With so many Christian schools for parents to choose from, how do you know what school is best for your child? 
At King of Kings in Roseville, their mission is simple, to make known the love of Christ by word and deed within their school, church, community, and world. King of Kings Lutheran School in Roseville has been providing excellent academics from a faith-based perspective for Minnesota students for over 50 years. For more information about King of Kings, visit kingofkingslutheranschool.org. Whether it's from their outstanding extracurricular activities such as music, athletics, or community service projects to the unmatched academics, at King of Kings, you can be sure that your child is getting a strong biblical education every day in the classroom. Their curriculum has intentionally been built to prepare students both academically and spiritually. For more information about King of Kings, visit kingofkingslutheranschool.org. That's kingofkingslutheranschool.org. King of Kings Lutheran School, to make known the love of Christ by word and deed within their school, church, community, and world. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 